At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Now we go. Now it gets real. Five games Friday, semifinals Saturday, four games Monday. Bowl season heating up. We have you covered. Pick spreads, totals every single bowl game. Head to VSIN.com. Check out the bowl betting coverage. And while you're there, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, only $79. You get access to everything we do through the big dance of the madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And we begin this hour with professional sports better, college football handicapper Brad Powers here on the program. Brad, happy holidays. Thanks for the time as always. How you, how you doing? Hey, doing well, guys. Good morning to you. Thanks for having me. You bet. You got you it, bet. I, I know in your newsletter you wrote that you were at one point 11, 10, and 1 uh, in the Bulls. You're now 15, 10, and 1, so you're on a nice winning streak here, but you also wrote it's been hit and miss. It, very tricky, obviously. You love the Bulls as much as anybody I think I've ever met in my entire life, but why do you think it's been hit and miss so far for you? It's a good question. Uh, you know, I'll say maybe small you know, sample size, mm-hmm. uh, especially after you finally have kind of a breakthrough day yesterday, but, uh, you know, hit and miss, I, I mean, well, you get uneven play. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of uncertainty in the marketplace, and maybe you know, guys that opted out were worth more uh, the, to the line than what I originally perceived or less to the line. It also doesn't help. You got college kickers. I missed a couple of those on just pure extra points is why I, you know, turned a, a winner into a loser. So, uh, you know, it was hit and miss last year, too. So uh, and here's the thing. I have better CLV in the bowls the last couple of years than what I do in the regular season. So 
it's something I'm going to have to probably digest at the end of this mm-hmm. bowl season and see what the hell I'm missing because uh, it's kind of it's a little frustrating for me because I, I should have a significant edge in the bowl season. Okay, we'll call a notes on that then. How, how important has that closing line value been to the bowl game so far? You know, I, I kind of talked about it before the bowl game started that if you steam chase, it's okay this time of year. It, that's worked out yet again this year. Better on the totals and the sides, but uh, I got to double check uh, the, the last night's okay. games. But at least coming into yesterday, any line that moved three or more points, side or total, uh, at the original, the opening line, you were 17 and seven, and I think 14 and 10 at close. Anything that moved three or more points. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the first two won. I mean, big move on Kansas. Uh, yep. And big move on uh, uh, Duke. Duke was it? Yeah, Duke, yeah. So, yeah. so Brad, we, we you know we never know who's watching or listening. We have a new audience, like potentially every single day. Can you explain that term, steam chasers, and then overall what they've been like so far? Yeah. So, steam chasing is literally you're looking at the opening line, and I'm just using a consensus opening line. It's not you know Circa's opening line or some random books opening line. I'm looking consensus when when ten, fifteen books had an opening line on a bowl game. So I use that as a starting point. And steam chasing is basically look at how the line moved. Uh, even if it moved a half point or a point, I mean, technically, if you were to bet that team where it, it has moved on, say, you know, uh, for example, Kansas yesterday, mm-hmm. you saw that that line moved plus three uh, for, for a good significant portion of the bull betting season. And it was one and a half, you know, in the hour or two moving up to the kick time to, to kick off. If you were still betting Kansas, you were technically steam chasing. Now, that one played up an important role. You could have had three almost for two weeks. Yep. yep. Uh, closes one and a half. It uh, comes down to two-point conversion. So uh, <laughs> that's a steam chase where you actually lost. All right, let's get to the games today. We start with Minnesota and Syracuse. It's 10 and a half. You laid seven. What do you think of the Gophers? Yeah, I, I lean Minnesota still, but obviously with a low total and you're going from seven yeah. to ten and a half, you're th- crossing through key numbers there. Uh, it's not as great as what I wanted, but what, what's the information that's caused the line move? It's it's very negative on Syracuse's front. Number one, uh, Tucker, their running back, uh, is out. I mean, he's their best offensive player, left tackles out for them. Uh, coaching staff, OC and DC, gone for Syracuse, and that was a big reason why this is a team that's in a bowl game this year. Several starters out in the secondary. Uh, looks like Tanner Morgan's going to come back and, and try to give it a go in his final game in his college career on the other side for Minnesota. So add that all together. I think it's a fair move that it's moved three and a half points, and I'm going to lean Minnesota here. You had a great tweet a couple weeks ago about power ratings, and Oklahoma, I think, was favored in every game, or one, uh, 11 of the 12 games, and they uh, still struggled this year, and you see how bad yeah. they were. So now, Flor- you think Florida State's a top 10 team and you laid seven? Yeah, I've been kind of saying it for a while now. I mean, statistically, Florida State's at least, if you don't believe me, I mean, statistically, they've been a top 10 team. I mean, you just look yards per play margin, points per game margin, yards per game margin uh, for them. Uh, they had that bad three game stretch where they were a little bit banged up if you're really following Florida State closely. Uh, and, man, but since probably mid to late October, as good as it, obviously, I think they're the best team in the ACC since that point, but a legitimate top 10 team. And, and I think they're motivated here. I mean, Jordan Travis is coming back for, for next season. That gives them a little bit of feather in their cap. Hardly any opt outs are playing close to home. They'll have mm-hmm. the crowd edge. Meanwhile, on the other side, Oklahoma, obviously a downtrodden season for them. But then both your offensive tackles are out. Your running backs out. Several other starters are out for Oklahoma. I just don't know how they keep pace here. So. Uh-huh. 
I'll still lay the nine and a half here on Florida State. Yeah, the, the only thought that I have is here is right. Aren't they just going to air it out with uh, Gabriel and Mims and just get, let's go guns a blazing here and just throw it 55 times tonight? I think they kind of have to. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, we've also seen money on the over in that regard. And, I mean, if you're worried about a backdoor, well, let's go ahead and take Florida State in the first half. All right. Okay. Uh, Alamo Bowl, Texas is now three. Big move on the total, 67 and a half. Would you, you took six here? Took five? Yeah, I took six here. I'm okay. going to lean Washington. Again, news really bad for Texas. B. John Robinson's out. Roshan Johnson, their backup running back, probably the best running backup running back uh, in, in the country. He's also out. Overshone at linebackers out. A couple other players are out for Texas. Uh, I just, I'm not a big believer in Quinn Ewers when he had B. John Robinson. Uh, in the backfield next to him. Now he's all alone back there, and they're going to rely more on him. I think that's negative. On the other side, Washington, Michael Penix is coming back. Again, I think that's a positive for them. Halen DeBoer is an underrated head coach. I know that Texas is playing close to home, but I'm going to lean Washington here even after the big line move. All right, follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Brad Powers, our guest, Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Friday, Sun Bowl. Why did you jump in on UCLA against Pittsburgh? Well, I'll say this. Pittsburgh, out of all these teams we're talking about opt-outs, probably is in as bad of a shape as any full team. Starting quarterback, Keaton Slovis, is out. I know he's not that worth, worth that much, but the backups are really bad for Pitt. Abana Kanda, their all-American running back, is out. A couple offensive line starters, out for them. Defensively, three of their four starters on the defensive line are out. Their best linebacker, out. A couple other defensive players, out. I mean, it's upwards of 10 starters out for Pittsburgh, including all four of their team captains have opted out of this game. Big-time negative for Pittsburgh. On the other mm -hmm. side, the anticipation was, hey, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is not going to play for UCLA. Charbonnet is not going to play for them. Jake Bobo, their wide receiver, is not going to play. As of right now, none of those three guys have been ruled out. DTR has been taking number one reps all bowl season. He's down there in El Paso, so I got to assume that he's going to play. And if so, this line before kickoff is going to head to at least seven, in my opinion. So that would be my best bet right now, UCLA on the board. All right, excellent. Uh, how about uh, Clemson and Tennessee playing Friday as well? And you told us before the bowl season started, if you're going to look at anything overall, it would be maybe at unders in a lot of these games. I'm still seeing 63.5 as a total between Clemson and Tennessee. I think Clemson's offense probably better off now with a new quarterback in. Yep. Uh, but Hooker out for Tennessee, obviously. Yeah, and that's, you know, is indifferent, you know, oh, hits and misses as far as bowl season. One thing I have been right about is the unders. Mm -hmm. Exhibition football, lower scoring with all these backup skill position players, 16, 8, and 1 to the under right now. That's something I'm going to be using moving forward next year as more and more uh, players opt out of these bowl games. In this case, again, uh, if you're going to question, because in the middle of November, Tennessee is clearly the favorite in this game. So where have they been compromised? On offense, Milton a big downgrade over Hendon Hooker. They're, they're two of their three best wide receivers, including arguably the best wide receiver in the country, Hyatt's out for this game. So I do not think Tennessee is going to be that, that, that great offensively. And I think they run the ball more because on the other side, Clemson, a couple of their top players on the defensive front 
uh, are going to be out for this game. So more running there. Klubnik, it's still his first start. Yeah. And, and yeah, wow, he had a great game against North Carolina's terrible defense. I get that, and I do think he's an upgrade over DJU. But again, what's his, you know, the, the guy that he's going to turn around and hand it to is Will Shipley. I don't expect them to be airing the football out against Tennessee here. So under for me. You're a Notre Dame fan. Uh, I'm interested in your thoughts on that game, uh, and especially how South Carolina closed the season. Notre Dame sitting at two and a half in some spots. Really tough handicap. I, I mean, obviously, Notre Dame's top players on offense and defense opted out. But there are only a couple guys. Michael Mayer, the tight end, and then defensive end, Foskey. Quarterbacks, you know, transferred to Arizona State. I don't think it's that big of a loss for Notre Dame. But we'll see. Tyler Buckner hasn't played since week two against Marshall. Uh, he can't stay healthy. I'm not a big fan of him running it. And to, I mean, throwing it to begin with. So I, I'm not sure there's some uncertainty on what Notre Dame's offense is going to look like. On the other side, I will say this. You expected South Carolina to be excited. I think their fan base is super excited. They'll have a significant crowd edge in this one with it being in Jacksonville. But South Carolina has more than a half dozen starters out for this game, and I'm not sure that that's fully priced in. Uh, I, I bet South Carolina plus five and a half, plus four and a half. I'll stick with it because I talked about you know steam chasing and that being positive EV, but it's not one of my favorite bets on the board to, to still lean with South Carolina. Okay. Let's say you did not have a bet on this game as of right now. With the current number on the board where it's at, would you completely stay away still? I'd probably just stay away, but I'll say this, guys. I I think we're going to see Notre Dame money. I think it closes three. Okay, fair enough. Uh, hang tight. We want to bring you back for another segment. And like Paulie said, you are a Notre Dame fan. Uh, I want to talk about next year a little bit because uh, the rumors now, Sam Hartman transferring from Wake Forest, if he goes to Notre Dame, are they a true contender next year? And Brad had a tweet that went crazy uh, <laughs> yesterday or the day before on potential Heisman winners or candidates for next year. And he got blowback for it, which I, what? What world are we living in right now? He'll explain that. And uh, I don't know, this whole narrative behind this player potentially winning next year is completely ridiculous. That's coming up here and Follow the Money, It's Feast, and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the Big Dance. Sign up today. You also get $20 to buy merchandise, another gear in the online store. You get a recap and top plays by every host, every guest, betting splits, betting reports, limited time offer. Get VSIN Pro right now through the end of the madness. VSIN.com slash subscribe. We continue here with professional sports better, college football handicapper Brad Powers on the program. Uh, we talked about this before the break. Brad, you are, you are a Notre Dame fan. You followed this program pretty much your entire life. And Sam Hartman now, very good quarterback at Wake Forest, has entered the transfer portal. A lot of this, the, the speculation now is that uh, he is in fact going to transfer to Notre Dame. Let's pretend for a second here that that's going to be his landing spot. I know it's very early, and who knows what the hell's going to happen with the transfer portal, etc. Uh, with him... As the QB next year, would you consider the Fighting Irish like true contenders? No, uh, but I mean, they're contenders at at least to to get back to double-digit wins. I mean, I would raise their power rating three, four points. I mean, so that's as significant as an off-season acquisition as as any player in in the country to move a team's power rating that much. Uh, Schedule's difficult. I, I mean, they play three legit contenders again. This upcoming season, Ohio State, USC, Clemson. I just don't see them running the table against those three. And some of the ACC teams that they play are much better than expected. Like Duke's going to have most of their team back. I mean, that's all of a sudden a game that you write automatic W. Mm. And lo and behold, Duke won nine games this year. Yep. What are you hearing on McCall and Sanders? So uh, McCall uh, is an interesting case where you thought he would be in significant demand, yes. and there was. I'm hearing nothing official, but I, I read it on a couple different fronts, guys that aren't associated with one another, grades, transfer credits being a significant issue. And that was with schools like Auburn. If, you're, if your credits aren't transferring there, 
I mean, that, that, I'm not sure that's a good look for Grayson McCall. Again, nothing official, but that's what I've been reading on, on some of the inside beat writers for, for some of the teams. Oh. Sanders, I'm hearing some SEC interest. Uh, we'll, we'll see with him. I, I think Spencer Sanders, obviously, well, wherever he goes, I expect him to be a starting quarterback. Okay. Before we get to the semis, a couple uh, games on Monday. You changed your mind on the Mississippi State game. Why'd you do that? Yeah, and I think that's an important uh, note. I, it, it's okay in a three-week betting period with different information to yeah. change your mind. I mean, I, I I respect people sticking to their gut instinct in, in a lot of cases, but in bowl season, I, I'm not you know sold to whatever I bet on an open, not only because numbers change, but more importantly, for this purpose, information significantly changed. So I bet Illinois. I loved Illinois. One of my favorite bets that I originally made, but since the time of that, uh, you know, Illinois, it's been nothing but negative. I didn't expect many opt-outs for Illinois. It's, this is their biggest bowl game in 17 years uh, for them. And, you know, it's a team that lost two of their All-American caliber players in the secondary. They don't have much depth. Chase Brown, their best offensive weapon, he opted out. So th th there's three of your best players. Their defensive corner, a big reason why Illinois is sitting in this bowl game. He took the left to be the head coach at, at Purdue. He's not going to coach in the ballgame. Um, multiple assistants are out for Illinois. And then on the other side, Mississippi State. When I originally made the bet, there were locker room issues at Mississippi State. Some of their best players are transferring out. Uh, there was that whole tweet thing. Uh, one of the starting running backs you know, really took a shot at Mike Leach. Well, unfortunately, Mike Leach passed away. I think that kind of you know, energizes the, 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 that locker room a little bit to, to win one for, for, for the coach. Mm -hmm. And I, didn't, I was expecting more opt-outs. It hasn't been the case for Mississippi State, so I, I like the Bulldogs now. Okay, and what do you want to do in the Rose Bowl? I like Penn State. I like Penn State outright. Uh, again, very similar uh, profile teams, very similar opt-outs, leading receiver, top cornerback out for both teams. I just think Penn State has better depth, has better talent, uh, and just pure power rating for me, I made Penn State one. My only caveat, this is a big-time opponent, and James Franklin's 2-15 and 15 against top 10 teams oh, in his career. Oh. That's my only caveat. Well, yeah, well that done. That qualifies for sure. Well done. Okay, so uh, the semifinals now, heavyweights going at it. Georgia and Ohio State, you think this is an overreaction with the number, what happened with the Michigan loss, and can Georgia hit Ohio State with the big plays like Michigan did? Uh, there's that possibility. Uh, I can say there was this line opened seven and multiple books on that opening Sunday when the lines was first released. I took seven. I just thought that was too much. Lines haven't moved on either playoff game. So that tells you that they're, you know, obviously the lines aren't off that much if they're not even moving a half point in the last three weeks. So I still lean with Ohio State, again, an overreaction to the Michigan game. Because prior to that game, I mean, Georgia's probably anywhere from like a three to four point favorite in this mm -hmm. theoretical matchup. Uh, and, and look, the Buckeyes, it was a bad game, bad result. But it was mainly just one bad half of football. Michigan hit a bunch of big plays in the second half against cover zero on them. So mm -hmm. uh, I didn't downgrade Ohio State as much as the market did. So lean Buckeyes there. On the other side, I'm leaning Michigan. I just think I've said it all year. I think TCU's overrated. Uh, you go through their 13 games, I can make a case that eight or nine of them were misleading to the benefit of TCU, whether they're facing a backup quarterback, whether it was late scoring, other shenanigans. So because of that, I'm going to take Michigan. Plus, the, I think their offensive line really leans on TCU in that second half. What do you think of the total at 58 and a half? Uh, I want to lean over, believe it or not. I okay. do think TCU can hit Michigan over the top a little bit. 
Uh, I mean, look, I mean, Purdue even moved the football up and down the field against Michigan's defense. So I think there's a possibility of that. And again, I, re- I really think Michigan's going to have success against that 3 3 5 uh, TCU defense. Okay. Uh, let's close on this, Brad. There was a uh, Twitter handle and a writer for a uh, prominent website who, who had a story next year about Heisman candidates. And I will just say that this Twitter handle tweeted out, uh, Shadur Sanders is Fox Sports' favorite Heisman candidate for the 2023 season. He, of course, is going to transfer from Jackson State to Colorado along with Deion Sanders. You quote tweeted it and said at least 60 to 70 players are better Heisman candidates, which, okay, I didn't, I didn't even think anything of it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me. But, I mean, that kind of went viral. You had like almost 350 retweets, 11,000 likes, and you're getting blowback? Why? What is happening? Yeah, I thought I was being conservative, only saying 60 or 70. I think the reality is probably 100 players. Uh, <laughs> and it's not a knock against Dion Sun Shador. Uh, it's mainly a knock on Colorado and where they'll be at in year one. And if you look at the Heisman Trophy, it, it's not a career achievement award like it was when I was growing up as a kid, where it was like a lifetime. Oh, you had the best career. You had a decent senior season. Here's the Heisman. Uh, it's mainly given to one of the best players on one of the best teams in the country. And it's kind of flavored the month, last three, four weeks of the season. That's what it's turned into. And the reality is, the last 20 years, the average number of wins in the regular season for the Heisman winners, 11, 11 and one. Uh, Colorado is not going to be a bowl team next year. So that's a starting point. And sure, I mean, 60, 70 guys, starting quarterbacks, all-American type running backs on teams that are going to win eight-plus games, I would put ahead of Shadir, uh, Shadur Sanders as far as being a legitimate Heisman candidate. So that was the purpose of that tweet, and I'm surprised I got blowback on that. Well, the, the Colorado hype is going to be real from, from the people that follow Dion and they're in love with the guy. You, you said during the break it's kind of like a cult following almost. With yep. Deion Sanders going to Colorado, I, the, the the person who wrote the story said, he pointed out, if Colorado wins the Pac-12, I stopped reading it right there. <laughs> yeah. If they win the yeah. Pac-12, look, come on, how nuts are we going to get? <laughs> they are, uh, they were at least this season, one of the worst Power 5 teams I've ever power rated. And I used, you know, let's go ahead and use an example. I did this when I bet that I got blowback because I bet under five and a half wins. They thought that yeah. was rid- a ridiculous bet for me that I made last week. And I said, look at this. I will upgrade Colorado more than any team I've ever upgraded in an offseason. I'll upgrade them three touchdowns. I can't get the five and a half wins uh, for, for Colorado. That's incredible. It is. Yeah. This could be something. All right. Very good. Appreciate you coming on all year. You've done a hell of a job. And uh, bringing home in the contest as well. Thank you. Well, I picked a great week to go 3-13 uh, and 13 on my two entries, but we're still uh, alive. Uh, we got to finish strong. But uh, thanks uh, to you guys. Happy yeah. New Year to everybody watching. Where, Same to you, Brad. Where are you now? 5th and 13th. Okay. All right, close strong. We're you still got. right there. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Thank you. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Appreciate not, the double shot, too. He's not the only one. Yeah. So last week, I told you on the air for the first time, hey, look, uh, I'm finally making a move in the Super Contest. I was tied for 18th. Tied for 18th. I didn't even want to bring it up, on this, but I thought, hey, what if I finish top five at the end of the year and I never mentioned it one time? That that would be be all over you. That'd be a poor job by me. (laughs) So I brought it up last year, and on the air, I I said, I hate the card. I'll probably have a disastrous week. I avoided a 1-4 and and an 0-5 the entire year. If I just if I go two and three last week, I'm in the top twenty-five. If I go three and two again, I'm in the top seven to win the whole thing. 
I pulled an 0 and yeah. 5. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely the worst case scenario possible. The bad beats. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I mean, the it's coin just, flip games and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. At least he's got a shot, though. I mean, he's. Yeah. Not, he's so now. Fifth and uh, he has 14 picks left. Now I think I'm down to like 75th. And they only pay top 30. Yeah. If I would have closed 10 and 5, a chance to, a real chance to cash. 11 and 4, I think definitely would have gotten it there. Stinks. Not, not not the proper timing yeah. from me. Up next, yeah. our soccer mate, Nigel Seeley, going to join the program. He's 9-1 and one since the World Cup ended. He uh, has a bunch of bets today. Hardcore soccer bets this morning coming up with Nigel. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sports, secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at slash horses. Sign up now. Well, it's a full card here with the championship, League One and League Two today. And we remember, we got New Year's Saturday and New Year's Eve Sunday, so it's messed with the schedule. But the red-hot Nigel Seeley joins us now to get hardcore. It's Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Does a great job. And uh, on a 9-1 and one run, Rashford with the goal. Huh? How good was that? How you doing? Well, good morning. Yeah, happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to you both. Hope you're well. Good. Good. You? Yeah, not too bad. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Good call. Let's stay hot. Good call with Newcastle. Lester over as well. Take us through here with this full card in the Championship League, the league uh, under the Premier League. And what do you think here with maybe if we have some haves and some have-nots here? Break it down, please. Yeah, I think it's um, a league that now is suddenly really going to the form book. Uh, a lot of teams at the beginning found their way and got a little bit of form coming now. And I think you're getting some quite decent prices about teams that are actually a lot better than other teams. This is the usual time of season in in England where we've had the first half of the year, we've had the first half of the season, and what you see now is the the cream really rise to the top. And that is definitely the case in the Championship. Uh, The top two teams, Burnley and Sheffield United, I feel are in a a really, really an elite position. They're, They're much further away from the rest of the pack. And there was a no, it's the only league I know where there's probably about five points separating teams in fourth down to teams in 17th, which is an incredible uh, mm. uh, difference in any other league you see in world football. The gap between the bottoms and the top is really, really usually a lot bigger. But what you're seeing now is teams that didn't really play well at the start of the season suddenly now change manager, change formation, bring some new players in and suddenly hit the form that we were expecting in August is suddenly now coming in December. And there's two teams in particular, I think, of a side that's a, a, one that you want to follow in the next couple of weeks. One of them is Middlesbrough, and the other side, I think, is West Brom. Um, they were both languishing in the relegation in the bottom three in the division. But at the beginning of the season, they were both expected to be in the playoff positions or even in the promotion pitches. So um, now they've hit some really good form on a great winning run. And I don't think the books have really given them as much credit of what the form is because they looked at their early season form, but they're a totally different side. Both of them have got different managers. Both of them are playing in much more attacking mind and both of them have huge amount of confidence. And also 
with winning results makes the team that the fans have a little bit of confidence behind you as well. So today Blackburn traveled to sorry, Middlesbrough traveled to Blackburn. And when you look at the league table, Middlesbrough in eleventh and Blackburn in third, and you think why why are Middlesbrough plus one thirty six or plus one forty to win at Blackburn? Well the reason at the beginning of the season was Middlesbrough were expected to do a lot better than Blackburn. And even though there's eight places between them in the table, there's only six points, which is nothing. And you see now on current four, Middlesbrough are, are, are showing what we expected and Blackburn aren't showing the, the form that we expected. They did really well at the start of the season. So I think now you're seeing the form but really change, come come to where we expected it to be at the start of the campaign. Middlesbrough here, you can bet them at, like I say, plus 136, plus 140, that kind of market. But I think with the draw, no bet, you know, you can get Middlesbrough around about minus 130. 25 or what they've been they were that earlier in the week they may be shorter now probably about minus 135 but i think middlesbrough do not get beat at blackburn today despite what the league table says and the other team that has just really started hitting to form is west brom west brom um, were managed by a guy called steve bruce who's a very dull old-fashioned english uh, manager who's sort of set in his ways and how he sets teams up didn't really make anyone happy at the club they were I think they were third favourites to win the championship at the start of the season. They've now got rid of Steve Bruce. They've brought in a guy called Corboran, who was the manager at Huddersfield, who did really, really well at Huddersfield. He's got a new lease of life in the club. And I think they'll beat Bristol City today, uh, this evening. Bristol City um, are a side that are really in and out. Uh, if you look at, again, if you look at the league table, a lot of people look at the league table. There's what? Only a few points and a few places separate them, but West Brom are really are leagues above uh, Bristol City, so I expect them to win. Um, so there'll be my two takes today in the championship. I'll go for Middlesbrough uh, to get a result at Blackburn, and I'll go for West Brom to beat Preston, who are in, in the run of a really bad form. But admittedly, Preston's yeah. better form is on the road than it is at home. Full card, uh, League One, League Two as well. Anything uh, you like there? Uh, not really in League One, League Two. I think there's an interesting stat. Sutton United are mm-hmm. playing Gillingham. Um, Gillingham are the lowest scorers in English football. They've only scored six goals all season. Oh. And on the road, they've only scored two goals, uh, which is incredible when you think about you know where we are in the, in the campaign. The teams are only score six, uh, six goals after 21 matches and only... Uh, two goals on the road in 10 matches shows you that they, they really have big problems scoring goals. Sutton United are very, very good defensively and they don't really beat teams by huge margins. And, you know, I know people struggle to get bets on League Two, but if you're looking for a prop there, Sutton United to beat Gillingham 1 0 or 2 0, or even Sutton United to win 2 0, you can bet Sutton United to win the game minus 110. I wouldn't put anyone off that, but if you're looking for a little bit more juice in the price, Maybe sort of plus five dollars. Sutton's United, Sutton United to win one nil against Gillingham, or Sutton United to win two nil against Gillingham, which plays about uh, seven dollars. Beautiful. Bet Rivers. He's with Bet Rivers, also Veasan, and uh, check out his podcast as well. Everything he does. Sealy underscore Nigel on Twitter. Uh, let's go Saturday to the Premier League, ten a.m. Eastern. Let's start with Man City against Everton. How do you want to play it? Well, I like Man City. Obviously, I think Man City win the Premier League. I think we, we'll getting a little bit carried away that we may have a Premier League title race at the moment because I think that uh, Newcastle and Arsenal will definitely fall back and Man City will just hit the hit the accelerator and move clear. I mean, their Ireland come back from the World Cup, scored two goals in his reappearance last night. Uh, another brilliant display from them. 
and they play an Everton side who are absolutely all over the place at the moment in terms of morale. The manager's a very heavy favourite to lose his job. They're not scoring goals. Uh, they've lost their last four. They failed to score on the road in their last four matches. Uh, the last four games that uh, they've played against Manchester City, they've lost to nil. Uh, Man City against teams in the bottom half of the Tech Premier League this season, they've won 4-0, 6-0, and 4-2. So what hope is there for Everton, um, Bob, and no hope? That's what there is for Everton. Uh, Manchester City here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for Man City to win to nil. Uh, they are minus $9 to win the match. But to win to nil with Bet Rivers, you can get minus 125. I uh, just can't see how Everton score. Okay. Everton completely lacking any attacking threat. Morale shattered. And uh, Man City, I think, will score at least two or three. I expect them to cover the handicap, which is two goals, which is probably a little bit too high for betting purposes. But Man City to win to nil, definitely the bet here. Okay. In the early kickoff. You also, you, you also like Fulham? I like Fulham. Fulham, very underrated in the Premier League this season. Uh, Mitrovic come back from the World Cup, scoring goals against the Southampton side. We have really, really big problems with a team that I think could be heading for the championship next season. Anything around even money for Fulham is too big for me. I think there should be minus 125 minimum. Okay. Uh, Southampton, dreadful in their last performance. And Fulham got a very important win against Crystal Palace uh, on the road. And at home, they're a match for anybody. They only get usually get beat by the bigger teams in the Premier League, and I think they're a very strong pick to beat Southampton. Well, man, uh, you crushed it at the World Cup, and now to continue this run right now, you've had a great read, like at uh, you know at the Prim level, also a little bit lower than that. But what nine and one now after the World Cup? What, what we have like ninety seconds here. Why has it been so good? Is there any explanation for it? <laughs> no, it, no, it's no. I mean, there's no explanation why you run bad as well, me. You know, there's, there's, you know, people, there, people get carried away and think, okay, you're going to be nine and one, and you're going to be eight and one, and you're going to be four and zero, oh, and all these kind of figures. It all matters what you do at the end of the year. You know, you, you, you don't, you, you don't suddenly become a bad better or a bad handicapper just sure. because you have a bad runner. You don't suddenly become the best in the world because you go nine and zero. Oh. Uh, it's what you do over longevity. It's what you do over a season, and it's what I've done over. A course of 20 years you know I've, I've, I've done a paid service for at premier sports plays we've never had a losing season in six seasons in in soccer we've had bad runs when i've been criticized but i've had good times where people blow smoke at my ass but the thing is at the end of the day <laughs> it's all about longevity and it's all about making sure that you make money at the end of the year and uh you know it, with with every good run comes a bad run and you just have to prepare yourself for that but at the end of the season if you keep making money with 36 points uh 36 units up on this on the season so far my record ever one was 110 and uh let's kick on the second half and try to do try to emulate that or even be better well said follow Good him job. on twitter he's at sealy underscore nigel thanks mate best of luck this week take care happy new year to you guys happy have a new year. same to you same to All you right. moderation Oh, yeah, he, he definitely knows the definition of that word. <laughs> I don't know if there was anything there with the... Because all those Prim games wow. went over. Yeah. And he's he has such a great read right now on what's happening in the sport. But, you know, he's right. I mean, it's not short-term. It's not, you know, mm -hmm. it's over the course of the, of the long haul for sure. Something to follow Saturday if that continues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Up next, Thursday Night Football preview, player props. Tonight's a tricky matchup for so many reasons, but the Cowboys should definitely be able to take advantage of this.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. The countdown is on, and Bet Rivers has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Log in and download the app. New Year's Eve, 22% profit boost. Do it again January 1st, 23% profit boost. On any qualifying wager, celebrate with not one but two profit boosts. Great house specials, great menu. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. We don't have a full menu of player props available quite yet. And when I say that, I mean the Titans side. I uh, don't really know exactly what uh, we're going to see posted later on today. Is Henry going to play it all in this game? I doubt it. Why would he? Nah, no, it's a meaningless game. They're treating it like a preseason game. Right. So, uh, And what that means for their props and... I, I, I imagine uh, Pollard doesn't play for Dallas. I mean, why would you? I don't think there's any reason Pollard plays. You brought up Parsons. He's questioned. By the way, this was it this week. His dog passed away. Yeah. Tweeting about that. I can relate. Went through it two and a half months ago. Yeah. I'm still devastated. Yeah. So he did, took to Twitter and said there's nothing more difficult than that. I'm with yeah. you, man. There isn't. Um, so if he takes the night off tonight, I don't blame him at all. Um, 
Haskins. I'm looking for him for the Titans. I can't find anything. And this is a good tweet from Guy in the Cornfields. Love the Twitter <laughs> handle. I don't know if I should say this. Yeah, I know I brought it up. Malik Davis for the Cowboys. Sneaky tonight if you can find anything on him. But I don't see anything up on him yet. Because oh, this is going to be. You think in garbage time, right? Yeah. Why would Pollard play? Zeke, I mean, based, again, the point spread here is 12 and a half, 13. If it truly goes that way and the Cowboys spank the Titans, let's get all the backups in. Maybe they play for a full quarter. I don't know, maybe even more than that. And you can find something like. It could be reminiscent of last year on that week 18 Saturday game when the Eagles sat everybody in Dallas went and it was what they killed them. That's right. And scored a ton of points. And that hasn't been a problem here. Defensively has been the issue with Dallas, but they're averaging 36 a game in the last 10 weeks. And I would recommend Willis over 200 yards at almost four to one. Oh, mama mia. I do. Cause I think uh, if it's the blowout scenario, someone's got to eat. I mean, how else are they going to move the ball? Got to And the fact that he, in three starts, he hasn't cracked a hundred yards or something and very concerning as well. But you could get any. You could expect the unexpected in this game. Um, it's going to be a vicious beat here if you played the win total over. They were seven and three. The win total was eight and a half or nine. Mm. They're probably going to lose out, but they're not going to get to the uh, obviously nine wins. I will ask you this about to, to back up with Willis. Is there a chance that we see the third string quarterback for the Titans tonight? Who is it? Is it uh, Woodside? I, I think it's. Uh, I'm looking at Josh Dobbs. Oh, that's who it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's in play, too. I would be kidding. That's why. Uh, yeah, because what Tannehill's status for the Week 18 game. God forbid something happens to Willis if you're not going to have Tannehill. Ruled out Tannehill, Simmons, Hooker, Dupree, Cunningham, Cole, Thompson. So you're down seven starters. Henry's doubtful. So is Fulton and Audrey. Mm-hmm. It but doesn't you, look pretty tonight for no, the Titans at all. But you fire your general manager when you're in first place. And I know the timing of it was when they went to Philly and got buried and A.J. Brown lit him up. So then he's like, okay, well, that's a vote of confidence for Vrabel. And everything. Well, they haven't won a game since. I know well, you could lose out. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is yeah. how things have changed here with Tennessee. But look at this stretch. Remember? You're coming off the bye. Okay, so you, you win three in a row, right? Then you hit your bye week. You beat the Colts, who you own. You beat the Texans. That was Willis. And Henry went off. Then with Willis... You almost shot the Colts, uh, the Chiefs, on the Sunday night game. Defense played out of their mind. Lost in overtime. You beat Denver, you beat Green Bay, and now you haven't won a game since. Yeah, they went to Lambeau and won that game. Yeah. So now you look at it, and it's it's probably going to be a seven-game losing streak, and seven and three is going to be seven and ten. So for grading purposes as well, I think it it opened six. Now the look ahead was three. It was. Then the the Tannehill business start started. So it's actually like Mm -hmm. looks like it's going to be a seven-point move here, from six up to thirteen. And, and we'll see what happens if it is a blowout and what McCarthy does once we get into the second half of this game. It's wild from a prop standpoint. Okay, so I will hop on the chalk grenade and bring this up. Do you want to lay two and a half points with the Cowboys in the first quarter? You do have to put some juice on there. It's minus 135. Or maybe better yet, do you want to lay six and a half points with the Cowboys in the first half? It's minus 125. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I'm okay. I yeah. don't like doing that. I generally you know, don't. Not for nothing, but Dak needs to have a, a good game, a complete game. Not an up-and-down game. Well, and 12 think, interceptions now. I yeah. mean, cut it out with the pick six. There, there's no reason why he shouldn't, right? I mean, yeah. Tennessee, 
Again, if they go, if they trot their second and third stringers out there, it's a team that already has allowed the right. second most passing touchdowns on the entire year. Yeah, their secondary is atrocious. Yeah, and again, we have Paul Charchian coming up in an hour. He has his rankings for fantasy the Super Bowl week. He has C.D. Lamb number one on his the number one ranked wide receiver for the entire week. Lamb should go nuts again. They've allowed the third most yards and second most receptions and touchdowns to opposing receivers. But how long does he play? Yeah. So based on that, again, what if it is a blow? He his, I'll tell you what. Like I, I would love Lamb to go off if this was a regular game, but his player prop tonight is seventy-one and a half yards. That's it's completely cooked yeah. into the number. Again. Good point about regular game. Yes, I, I, I for first touchdown, I would only look at Dallas players. Well, you will get some monster payouts if you go the other side. Yeah, though. you will. Yeah, you will. You get a. Who am I going to pick, though? I mean, it's like major league. Who the hell are these guys? <laughs> Who's going to be out there, right? You want to go? What What is Haskins has scored the first touchdown of the game tonight? Is nine that, to is one. Is that even posted? Nine to one. Oh, nine to one. That's it. No, Not enough. No, that's, nah. no, that's a pass. No, I'd rather have a Dalton Schultz or a, somebody like that, or even Dak sneaks it in. How about T.Y. Hilton? Yeah. T.Y. Hilton comes out of retirement last week and actually has a game. Yeah, third and 30. That's embarrassing. Can't allow that to happen. Yeah. The third and 30 and then... Lost the plus five and a half on the Eagles. Yeah. Mostly. Well, a lot because of that Mm -hmm. play. But, man. uh, Do you have a Willis rushing prop? For yards? Yes. I mean, they don't have anything up here. I do. I I have... Do you think he's going to get at least 40 yards tonight? Yes. It's minus 118. Okay. 50 yards for Willis is plus 174. How nuts do you want to get? 60 yards is 3-1. to one. I can see that happening where it's just, again, dropping back to pass. Oh, I don't like what I see taking off immediately. Uh-huh. His rushing yards prop in general is 41.5. So again, to get to 40, if you want to bet the alt stuff, is uh, minus 118. 50 is plus 174. That might be worth a stab. 50 plus rushing yards plus 174. Yeah. Maybe get down on that. Minus 220 to throw a pick. God. This has not worked out. And I, I who knows who their quarterback is next year. Let's assume they lose out. What are they going to do? Can you imagine the changes? Well, there's a lot to like about the team. There was. Not now. There was. How bad has Tannehill played down the stretch? Well, no, no, I'm not talking about him. How I'm... bad was Tannehill in the playoff loss? Yeah, I'm talking. You have to address the quarterback situation. Yes, you I'm do. talking about like defensively. I've said it all year long. They have parts on the defense that I mm-hmm. that I absolutely love. Yeah, I think they have a lot of talent on defense. The secondary has been a, a problem this year, but they still have Derrick Henry. The the fumbling problem now is yep. really a killer for this team. Yep. But if they could somehow get the quarterback situation figured out in that division, they they can be a playoff team next year. And you have to like Vrabel still as a head coach. What route will they go? I, mean, I don't know, and, and what happened yesterday here on Las Vegas? I mean, I don't know where, who wants Carr? Who takes a shot at him? Where does he wind up? Mm-hmm. The moving parts. Where does Mariota go? That it appears maybe they'll go Ritter or could go something in the draft. How, who who goes? How many teams take a quarterback in the first or second round? Let me. Okay, I'll ask you this: How much of an upgrade would you call Carr over Tannehill? A point. Point and a half. He's a little bit. Know. He's a slight upgrade. He's not much of an upgrade. You think he's an upgrade? I think he's maybe a slight upgrade over Tannehill. Okay. Yeah. But not much. And that's pretty much status quo if you go with Derek Carr next year. I'm sorry. That's just that's a fact. They're two guys who made a lot of money and haven't won a damn thing. 
but they haven't come. Yeah, and, and but, they'll kill yeah. you with a big interception. And Derek Carr's going to go from what he has to work with right now with the Raiders to the lack of weapons in Tennessee and make it work. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I can't believe in that. Yeah. The guy, guy's been in the league for a decade. He has zero playoff wins. Come on. But it's it's been ugly offensively, and it's just not. It's not like you're losing to the to great teams. I mean, you can't. You you struggle. You got beat at home by Houston. In a game that you got routed at home by Jacksonville. Oh yeah, they were true. eight again. They were eighteen hundred to win the division, not that long ago. Yeah, and now they're a big dog to win the division. Jacksonville's like as high as two fifty. Jacksonville's laying six and a half in that game. What do you think of how they're handling it? I have no problem. You're banged up anyways. The game doesn't mean anything. Oh now, no, this is. Fine. I find it yeah. interesting. Peterson's doing the exact opposite. No game's meaningless. We're playing everybody. Yeah. And well, we want to come in and ride this hot wave. Yeah, remember what he did street. in Week 17 with the Eagles a couple years ago? Well, that that was straight up, right. Right. No game's meaningless. Pulled everybody out. Uh, it might have came from up top. I think it probably code did. red. Sure. Through Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld out that, there. Sunday night game. Washington had to have it. Yep. Uh, quickly here with the pro tip of the hour. Thanks to uh, Brad Powers. When you chase steam in the bowl games... Uh, which means three points or more on the move if you're chasing that stuff. Okay. Any line that has moved three-plus points, 17-7 and seven on the open, 14-10 and 10 on the close. Pro tips available for pro uh, subscribers at vcin.com. Mike Pritchard on the program coming up next, what he likes in tonight's game. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.